Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, this is George Shepard from Shepard. Hey, this is Alicia Oxy from That One Audition. Hey, this is Craig Ballantyne, author of The Perfect Day Formula and the new book, Unstoppable. And if you want to learn how important it is to build quality relationships. And if you want to learn how to cultivate relationships at the highest level. And if you want to learn how to build relationships the right way. You should be listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. Build Your Network podcast. With my good friend, Travis Chappell. Welcome back to the show. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know. If you agree, then keep on listening for tips on how to cultivate meaningful connections the right way. If you disagree, then tune in anyway to let me prove you wrong with my journey. My name is Travis Chapel, and this is the Build Your Network Podcast. Yo, what is up? Welcome back to another topic episode here on the show. Today, I can't wait to share with you guys part number three in our current series of top networking tips. And today it is with George Shepard, Alicia Oxy, and Craig Ballantyne, all three rock stars, one of them literally. So George Shepard is the lead singer of a band called Shepard. The song that most people know when I mention it is Geronimo, and they have toured all across the country, opening people like Justin Bieber. They played Rock in Rio with over 100,000 people there right before Rihanna on the closing night. Just amazing, amazing experiences that these guys have been able to have. But George is one of the most down-to-earth, coolest dudes that I've ever been able to chat with. I'm not going to want to miss some of the things that he has to say about networking and how it's applied into his career. And then we have Alicia Oxy, who is an actress, actually, who was on the Showtime show 
called Ballers. Actually, I think that's HBO show Ballers with The Rock. Um, she had a few episodes on there and she's done some done some work with some really big names and has been making a career for herself in Hollywood, which is something that most people can't do. And then we have Craig Ballantyne, who is an online marketer and one of the best in the game. He is the best-selling author of The Perfect Day Formula, which is a book that tells you exactly how to go about having a perfect day and what you should put in it and what you should keep out of it and different things like that. So all three of these people, amazing networkers in their own right, in their own industry. And I can't wait to share some of their tips with you guys. But first, if you are someone who loves going to events to connect with people, I am super excited to announce that my first live event is finally happening. And it's going to be out here in Las Vegas, November 8th through 10th. So to find out more info and grab your tickets, head to bynlive.com. And if that's not enough, I want to give you three really quick differentiators that make this event the most unique event that you've ever attended and why you're going to want to be there. First of all, it's connection focused, not content focused. So there's no nine hour lecture style content binges. There's still going to be amazing speakers and great content. Don't get me wrong, but the main focus will be on connecting with other people. Secondly, there's going to be a super unique venue. So this isn't going to be at another stuffy hotel conference room where you forget what time of day it is due to the lack of sunlight. We rented the whole first floor of Top Golf right by MGM on the strip in Las Vegas, and we're paying for everybody's lunches and we're even going to pay for you guys to play a little bit of golf while you're there. And then number three, there's going to be an actual VIP experience, like a real one, guys. Like, I don't know, I don't know about you, but one of my biggest pet peeves is when events don't limit VIP tickets and then they make them way more expensive than a regular ticket. And all you get is a notebook and like a better seat or something like that. So remember how I said this event is the 8th through the 10th? Well, the 8th is going to be literally a full day for VIPs only. That's right. So general admission gets access to two jam-packed days and VIP gets a full extra day at an undisclosed, awesome location that's not even available to be booked. It's just that I knew the guy that runs it. It's a really, really cool spot. I promise you guys, you will not be disappointed. We'll have guest speakers there, workshops, planned collaborative activities and different things. It's going to be an amazing day um, just at that one VIP day. So this event is going to be one of the ones that it will be worth upgrading to VIP. I can promise you that. But there's only 30 VIP tickets available. So there's a real exclusivity there. Make sure you head over to bynlive.com to grab your ticket today before the early bird pricing is gone. And I will see you out here in Vegas really soon. And now here is part number three of Top Networking Tips with George Shepard, Alicia Oxy, and Craig Ballantyne. There's uh, one, one thing in there that that's stands out to me. Obviously, this is the Build Your Network podcast. So we talk a lot about networking, relationship building, and all that kind of stuff. And really, in the end, that's what ended up making it for you, right? Like you... You guys were talented. You were putting together good music. You had fans. You had people coming out to your shows. But the career didn't really explode and take off until a primary school teacher believed in you enough to just keep sending audio out to a big name producer who eventually, after a lot of prodding and samples, basically said, hey, you guys are good enough. Let's sign on. And then boom, it turned your career around. How, how, important, how important are relationships, man? I think I feel like they're everything. Like like you just you pretty much hit the nail on the head. You can you can be the greatest songwriter and musician of all time, but it's like you, you need other people. You, it's a team effort. You know, there's not just one person here that is uh, you know leading the pack, and you know everyone looks to them and it, it, they make all the decisions and they can click their fingers and magic stuff happens. It's a team effort. You need a whole host of managers and agents and promoters and marketing people and, and label people to, to get this thing off the ground to help, to help a band really establish themselves. And so, yeah, you really need to know the right people for the job and you need to 
uh, talk to as many people as you can to, to get the best people for the job. Hmm. Yeah. So along this whole path, have you been actively trying to create new relationships with other people that you perceive to be like important to the journey? I, I guess I don't, I don't try and look at it from that sort of a mercenary point of view. I just, I really love connecting with people socially and, and like as a natural, uh, I'm a pretty friendly guy. Like I just like talking to people and making friends. So in yeah. that sense, I'm always, I'm always on the lookout for, for cool and interesting people. Uh, you know, I'm a, I feel like it's most important to be a yes man in, in that type of situation. So yeah. for example, that, that podcast event that, that we met at, I had no business being there. I had no, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> The, 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 the elephant in the room, like I was the only person that wasn't a podcaster and I, I really had nothing that was leading me there. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say yes to it because, you know, I'm going to meet some cool people. There's going to be some sort of opportunity that comes out of it, I'm sure. Like it's just great to connect with people and anything that comes out of connecting with people, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yes. It's, that's exactly how I was hoping you were going to answer that question because I think a lot of people look at it the way that I phrase that question and they look at it as what person can benefit me. And then they right. go try to build a relationship with that person. And it's super tactical. And mm. when you're super tactical about relationships, you can't come off really genuine about it. And the people who win in the long run are the people who are just genuinely curious about people and like to connect with, mm. other, with other human beings. And, exactly. and, and you brought up the example of me and you, and I'll, I'll kind of touch on that as well. And because I don't know if you remember, but when, when you walked into the restaurant where we all were meeting up that night at the, at the event, I was just kind of standing there. I just, I think I just finished up a conversation with somebody and then you walked in and I, I could just tell that you didn't know anybody there at all. I thought <laughs> you were just like an attendee of the event is what I thought. And uh, you just walked in, you, you like, just had this look of like bewilderment on your face. Like, I don't know what I'm doing here. And then he just like <laughs> sat down and I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll just go talk to this guy, you know, see what's up. And so my point is like, if I had had blinders on to the fact that like, you know what? No, I only want to connect with the speakers that are at this event. I only want to connect with the VIPs that are at this event. Mm -hmm. And like, I wouldn't have gone up to you and, and like shaking your hand and been like, Hey, what's up? I'm Travis. And then we wouldn't have had that conversation. And now we wouldn't be sitting on this podcast. Like, because like, because I was just being genuine and having an interest in people and just wanting to connect with cool people anywhere, no matter what the context was, that's what leads to those opportunities. And it's so important just to treat every single person like they are the VIP and they were very well could be, you never know. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, exactly right, man. Yeah. It's a great philosophy. What moment, what, like if there was one along this whole journey, did you, can you look back on and be like, that was the moment where I knew that we made it? where like, I knew that this was going to be a wild ride. I think when I got asked to uh, appear on the Build Your Network podcast, I didn't even, I didn't even tell you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty, pretty clear indication for any, for any artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you you I, and every other major artist have that one thing in common. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one moment, if I was to pinpoint it, as to like... The, the fact that we've made it. Is that what you were asking? Yeah. Mm -hmm. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with 
Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is uh, the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. It's really hard because I feel, again, there's so many like different gear shifts that... Like uh, incremental improvements. Yeah, it was really quite incremental. Like we, we, I think Let Me Down Easy was our, that was our very first single ever. And I think when that got added to radio in Australia. That was, that was a huge moment for us. Like that was, again, this is another, another case of, of networking and who, you know, so Jason, our songwriter, his, his older brother is a cameraman for a television station here. Uh, like one of the big news networks. And once we finally recorded our EP, we, we had, we'd had Chuggy on board and we were trying to, you know, get some sort of traction with the band We'd recorded this EP with a single Let Me Down Easy and Jay's brother, Adam, gave that EP to uh, the reporter that he was the cameraman for, for the news. And she loved the EP and she was playing it in the makeup trailer next to another like host of a, a bigger breakfast show, like the Today Show. Hmm. And he was listening to the music and he's like, oh, who's this? And uh, the, this reporter was like, oh, this is, you know, my cameraman's brother's band. You know, they've just released this EP. I'm just having a listen to it now. And he goes, oh, that's really, that's, it's really good stuff. What's their story? And he looked online and he saw that we'd, you know, already been to South Africa and London and the US. And we, we had this, I guess, this story behind us of, uh, you know, this band that was going overseas and trying to make it. And he just went and took a risk and said, you know what, let's, let's get him to perform on the show. And you know, we'll give him a chance. And we got a call saying, Hey, do you want to, do you want to, we've got the slot free on the 27th of September or whatever date it was. Would you like to perform your song? Let me down easy on this breakfast show. And we were just like, Oh my God, yes, please. That's a, that's an amazing opportunity. So that came through the fact that Jason's brother worked at the TV station with a reporter who knew the host of the main breakfast show. And it's just like, you know, it like ricocheted up that ladder and before you know about those relationships, man. 
Yeah. And, and that very day that we performed on the breakfast show, we got added to radio um, nationwide on, on one of the biggest networks in Australia. Wow. That's awesome. So that was your first glimpse of like actually listening to the radio and then just hearing a song of yours come on. Yeah, pretty much. How, how was that? Uh, yeah, that's like, I guess that's a moment I'll never forget. That was, we, we were in two separate cabs. We, we just finished up dinner. So we, we'd gotten the news that all of the networks or all of the stations around Australia had added the song, which is just unheard of. You know, it, it usually, we haven't actually had that again since with, with, even with Geronimo, like really no song has just been added straight away to every single station. It takes like a little bit of time for it to, I guess, bleed across, you know, the network. Mm-hmm. But we got this, we got the, the email that it had been added across all of the networks and we, we had the radio on all day waiting for it. And we were, it was like nighttime. We just finished up dinner and we were in a cab in Sydney and it came on and we just lost our shit. We were like, <laughs> Oh my God. The cab driver had no idea what was going on. He was yeah. like, turn up, this is our song, this is our song. And he thought that we just meant like, oh, this is our jam, man. Like, turn yeah, up, we love right, the song. Of course. Yeah. And we're just going crazy in the car. I thought he was going to kick us out, but we, we were just all like, it was that, you know, doing that thing you do, that movie with Tom Hanks, you know, when they get out of the car and they run around the first time. Yeah. It was sort of like that moment where we were just like going absolutely bat shit crazy in the car. This episode of the show is brought to you guys by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics, and their mission is simple to make sure all of your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. And look, guys, I recently went on a mini shopping spree of sorts with Mack Weldon. And I bought a couple t-shirts, v-necks, long sleeves, board shorts, pants. And let me tell you, I am thrilled with every single item that I bought. The fit, the look, comfort, material, everything was on point. I love using the sweatpants for travel. They're just super, super comfortable. Pretty much all the time being around the house, sitting here recording podcast interviews, different things like that. Sweatpants are super, super comfortable. And the board shorts are perfect for summertime, especially when it gets hot out here in Vegas because they're great for swimming but also great for any other summertime activity, not just swimming. So they are the best pair of board shorts that I have ever owned, quite literally. Oh, and they have an unbeatable guarantee. If you don't like your first pair of anything you buy, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. So there is literally no risk to try out Mack Weldon's line of amazing men's essentials. So for 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com. M-A-C-K, W-E-L-D-O-N.com and enter promo code Travis. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and enter promo code Travis at checkout for 20% off your first order. Go ahead, do it right now. I promise you won't regret it. What's up, everybody? Just wanted to take a quick second and give a shout out to my favorite new podcasting app, Himalaya. If you are not listening to podcasts on this app, you are definitely missing out. It's like a social media app, but for podcast listeners. Follow your go-to shows, like and comment on your favorite episodes, and download professionally curated playlists made just for you. So head on over to your app store or Google Play store, download Himalaya today, and then thank me later. Alishak, I want to shift gears here and talk a little bit about relationship building, networking, and stuff with the remaining time that we have, because this is the Doge Network podcast, where we talk a lot about it uh, on this show. 
And I, I am not in Hollywood. No surprise there. I'm not an actor. I'm not, I'm not any of those things. But I, I just assume, I've always assumed, I just, I just have to believe that relationship building and networking is a huge part of making it in that industry. Can you talk, kind of talk into that for a, little, for, for a second? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it really is a very simple equation that I'm just starting to realize because seeds that I plant, I, I can see the seeds that I planted when I first got here. So I've been in Los Angeles for 15 years and there were certain seeds that I nourished and certain seeds that I didn't as far as networking. And at that time it was not a conscious, a conscious effort to say, Oh, I'm going to water these seeds or these seeds. But what I realized is the networking and friendships and foundations that have I had built in 15 years that are paying off now are people that I was genuinely interested in. We were like-minded and I was elevated to be a better human because of what they were doing in the world, whether they're a lawyer or an actor or whatever perform or like job profession they're in. So I just, I always go back to connecting, I think to people, but I yeah. always go back to wanting to be around people that as cheesy as it sounds are genuinely better than me. So whether that's, somebody in acting that's better than me, a director, anybody that's actually around me, any of my friends that, that I have that surround me, I, I am impressed by the people that they are. Yeah. And because of that, because of that, 15 years later, there's jobs and things that are happening in my career because of those few seeds that I, I planted and watered because of just genuine interest in them as people are now paying off as business relationships later because we just, I gravitated towards those kind of people. So I think you have to like find your people. And I think it always pays off to surround yourself with people that are actually just excel at things better than you do. Right, um, totally. so you can, so you can le- be of interest of each other and, and learn, and you can learn something new mm-hmm. and, and nurture them in the right way. Networking and, and just building a foundation in Hollywood is a lot different than it is out in other worlds. So I, in especially entertainment, but I'm sure this can be you know, other different professions. I do think that you have to protect yourself with a certain amount of integrity and know where you do want to go in the world and make those people your friends, not out of a contrived way, but mm-hmm. order in order to fulfill whatever kind of purpose you're here to do. So kind of like, I always look at people around me as like, yes, and, and thank you. Like, what are they here to give me? And and what what can I provide for them? Like an energy exchange. And I also just try to not carry any more dead weight. So yeah. if if they're and and using your time wisely, I wish I would have used my time when I was younger and didn't have a child and a different way to surround myself. I wish I would have planted more of those seeds. I definitely planted some. Hmm. And then and then other seeds you're like, I don't know how that friendship served me or how like, why am I hanging out with people that only want to achieve to this level and in any element of their life, personal mm-hmm. or professional? Yeah, I think you touched on a couple of things really important there. Um, the first thing is, look, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're probably in the wrong room. So Yeah, and aren't you bored? Yeah, bored. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it just, yeah, people get to be the big fish in the small pond, and then they just stay there instead of moving up to the bigger pond and then working your way up to be the big fish in that pond. And then you move to another pond. It's just part of growth and becoming the person that you're supposed to be. But you also touched on something, which it, which is something that I try to hammer home a lot on this show, which is you, when, when you were saying that you're planting seeds, this doesn't mean that you were out there with like, 
a thousand business cards and a hundred no. different resumes and all these things. And then we'll go into these networking mixers and like handing them out and trying to like, no, 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 you were planting seeds, meaning like but- you were there building real genuine relationships with people because you were curious to get to know them. And then long-term after years of proving yourself and becoming better at your craft, now those relationships pay off. Yes. Yes. And I do think when you are the person that's shoving out a thousand business cards, because look, that's a strategy too. That's a strategy of the human being, but it's not a strategy that anybody really wants to be associated with. So I think that there's a strategy of like investing that same thousand card business card mentality and putting that energy into yourself to being and feeling like that person. And then therefore just attracting really investing in like the relationship itself, because people also smell relationships that are just for the sake of networking, like the thousand card if you don't want to go to a party and hand out 10 business cards, but you didn't get to connect with anybody, you're not getting to change your experience in life. Anybody that I've interviewed on my show that has had really life-changing moments, it's because they were so in the moment and in genuinely an interest with the person that's around them, that of course, something wonderful and beautiful comes out of that energy. Because it right. was like, yeah. It's never going to, it's never going to last, right? Like you, you be that person, like you, like you said, that is a strategy, but if nobody wants to work with you, do business with you, or be associated with you, then it's only going to work for a certain period of time before everybody's like, Oh my exactly. gosh, again, stop it. <laughs> you know? Again. Well, and it's just a lot of energy and then you're creating more energy around this and it's almost an anxiety create created energy instead of like, you know, like find your interests, find what gets you excited in life and then go and find people that are doing that. And I, my grandma, oh, she has this horrible saying and I'm going to butcher it. Let's just go back. I don't remember. Let's not even say my grandma said this. So it's something about like, you know, investing time and attention. Like if you're in one, if you, if you like the color, if you like apples, if you put yourself around apples, you're going to end up being with an apple. If you like apples, but you're putting yourself in a category with pears, you're always like, nothing's ever going to click or make sense. Hmm. So like put yourself in an environment around people that you want to have an elevated experience with professionally and personally as a person and grow. So I have to ask you this question, Alicia, because this is like, this is my staple. This is the question I ask everybody that comes on the show. I'm curious to get your feedback Mm -hmm. on it. Do you believe that who you know or what you know is more important and why? Hmm. I think I think because of who I am, who you know is what's more important because I think it's really, I mean, look at my whole conversation. I definitely think it's relationships. I think it's relationship-based. It is yes. who you know. And it is, yeah, yeah. And, and who you know is also who you are. Like what you attract in the world is who you are. So that will, that will build, connect, and it'll show you a lot of who you are. It's a cyclical relationship, therefore an elevated relationship in my mind. Yeah, yeah. who you know. Totally, totally. That, that's kind of how I look at it is like, look, both are important, right? Like you could know every single person in Hollywood, but if you're horrible at acting, you're not going to get the role, right? So mm-hmm. both, both are important. But in the end, I feel that the who you know will always fuel the what more than the opposite. Exactly. Meaning like, Meaning like people that you meet will raise your level of knowledge and expertise up. Whereas like if you just worked at your skill, worked at your skill, worked at your skill, 
especially in, in such a competitive in, industry like the one that you're in, like there's so many talented actors and actresses that never make it big in that area just because they never went and built the right relationships with the right people who could actually give them the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that is, I wish that when I said the seeds earlier too, that's what I meant. I wish I would have nourished more seeds, like more foundational. Who do I know? Like get out in the world and be more out there. Yeah. But I was, yeah. yeah, So that's, yeah, the who, the who is makes the difference for sure. Awesome, man. You got so much great stuff going on, Craig. I'm a big, big, big fan of everything that you're doing and uh, can't wait to see more of what you're up to. Let's go ahead and shift the conversation now. Talk a little bit about networking, which I know is a topic that you love to talk about. We were talking a little bit about that before we hit the record button. And so, yeah, I want, I want to jump into this with you. The only reason that you and I are on this interview right now is because of a connection, right? So absolutely, um, obviously something you and I both spend time and money on purpose building. So can you talk to me a little bit about how important and crucial it has been for you to build the relationships in your life? I would say that networking, I mean, to use the cliche, it has been a lot of my net worth. I, I spent a long time in the fitness industry making money with friends, as I like to say. So we did a lot of affiliate stuff and a lot of partnerships and all that stuff and created programs with each other. We kind of had like a little group and we were all the same morals and values and we promoted one another and our network grew and we helped other people. And then we started growing and coaching and all that stuff. So it was a huge, huge part financially, but also network. The people that I've met have allowed me to have amazing experiences in life. I've had a lot of bucket list trips. But more importantly, they've allowed me to do a lot of personal change, you know, overcome my anxiety, become less introverted, become more of a leader, become a better speaker, all this stuff. I mean, it just becomes so much of a better person because I've hung around people who are in many ways better than me. And that's what I always encourage people to do is go hang around people who make you play up a level in life. And if that's your network, that's going to be a game changer for you. And hey, listen, I'm from a small town in Canada, a farm boy, introverted, broke, poor, cheap, all these things. I had every excuse in the book, you know, to stay in that little bubble and be unsuccessful and have no network. So if I can do it, anyone can do it. Yeah, that's like the purpose of the show, man, is just to explain to people that everybody, well, not everybody, but most people start from scratch. Like most people don't just have killer networks from the way that they grew up, right? Like most people have to do this from the beginning. And like you just said, you're an introvert. And, and I'm, I would put myself in the, same, in the same category, or you're at least introverted or have a lot of introverts. I, I like to say I have introverted tendencies because, yeah. because I'm really big on not putting yourself in a box. So mm-hmm. when I put myself in the introverted box, Travis, that then gave me all the introverts' excuses to be right. antisocial, to be rude, to be not go out and do stuff, you know, to hide and in my room and at seminars. And it didn't serve my life. Yeah. So I said, you know what? I got to change this. And so if I'm going to, if I'm going to go out there, like if somebody says, well, you know, I'm not good at public speaking. Well, how does that serve you? You just right. haven't tried, you know, don't say you're not good at something and right. just, just say, Hey, at this point in life, you know, I, I can, I got a lot of area of improvement here. And that's the way that I went about it. So introverted tendencies is how I say it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that. Do you have any tips, Craig, tips for people that are introverted or have introverted tendencies like you and me for networking at events, for coming up to people in conversations that, that awkward, like I got my cocktail and I'm walking around trying to find a group to infiltrate, like any tips for the fellow introverted people out there that are like that, whose hearts beating out of their chest when they walk in the room. 
Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, you got to do your research before, right? You got to know who's going to be there. You got to think of like, okay, what connections do I have? You know, who do they know that I know? What can be my opening line to talk to people? I mean, listen, this is the way introverts think. And if somebody's extroverted thinking, oh my God, you guys are really weird. Well, I mean, yeah, that's how we roll, right? So, so I did a lot of that. <laughs> But I think a lot of it was having a crutch, you know, a crutch being, I know somebody else that is going mm. and they're a social person. So I'm just kind of like going to be on their hip and eventually blend in because I'm the type of person, I'm the type of introverted person who once I talk to somebody, I'm good. But for some reason, I would just like have this used to have, or kind of still have this obstacle that I'm working on getting better at, which is the icebreaker sort of yep. thing. So it's, yep. And the whole thing is I just think too much about it. So it's just stop thinking, just go and open your mouth and say th something stupid. And people be like, this guy is hilarious. And you know, the next thing you know, you're just talking to people. So, so do right. that. But also uh, one other thing you can try and do is have a position of strength. So anytime that you go in and you are a speaker, a sponsor, you know people and they can introduce you to people and you, know, you can tell them what to say in advance to introduce you. That's really helpful. So I always go with the position of strength. And, and as you become more of an expert in your area, that becomes easier. Now, if you're starting out, going to an event, knowing nobody, absolutely terrified. Well, you know what? This is just where you have to step out of your comfort zone. Do that research. You know, Come up with some line like, and just, just to say, hey, what's your name? And what do you do? And what are you super excited about here? I realize that people love when you ask them, hey, what are you super excited to learn here? Because they just like, oh, I'm really excited like, about this. And then you know, they're on a positive note. And it's just a real easy way to get somebody talking. Right. I mean, from blind dates to going to events, hey, what are you super excited about right now? And yeah. someone will, you know, most people have an answer for this. And if they have a really like, find an Eeyore answer, then you just kind of walk away from them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's, it just takes four seconds of courage, man. Just takes four seconds of courage. Hi, my name is Travis. Don't think I've had the pleasure of meeting you. Shake their hand and talk to them like a normal human being. I think sometimes we overcomplicate it because it's, oh, it's so, so overcomplicated, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, there's like this strategy and that tactic and this tip here and there. And it's like, look, do what you would do if you just like went to a bar and wanted to play darts with somebody. You know what I mean? Like, Talk to them like a person. Build a real <laughs> relationship. Why are we confusing? Radical. That's a radical approach. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seems too crazy. Right. Yeah. So recently, I went to this event. Right. It's so funny because when I talk to introverts, they're introverted people. We all kind of feel the same way. And there's just some people that you end up talking to that just spew up all of their nonsense on you. Right. Like there's no rhyme or reason. They literally just. Talk about themselves, talk about themselves, talk about themselves, talk about themselves. Talk about the importance of listening when you're networking. Oh my goodness. Listening is so important because if you can, because I do a lot of sales calls now and, and listening is obviously the key. And if you can repeat back to somebody a summary of what they said, they're like, oh my gosh, you totally get me. You totally understand me. You're a great listener. You're amazing. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's actually, mm -hmm. you know, it's a skill. Anybody can learn it. And so I put a lot of effort into it. And I'm a, by nature, an impatient person. So learning to listen was hard. You know, I, I'm the type of person who loves to finish people's sentences, but I worked really hard not to. Mm -hmm. And then also to pay attention, you know, learn their names, do all the stuff that Dale Carnegie would teach you years ago. And mm -hmm. it works. And then that just helps you. And so, yeah, you're going to, 
you will meet some of those people. You'll meet a close talker who loves to talk about themselves and you'll like find yourself backed up against the wall at one point. But it's the same. I look at that stuff the same way I look at TSA now because I go to airports a lot, almost mm-hmm. every week. And I used to like dread it. I used to get so frustrated, like, oh my gosh, I got to go to the airport again tomorrow. And then I realized, you know what? That doesn't serve me. So why don't I look at going to the airport as an adventure? And if I look, you know, who am I going to talk to? I'm going to talk to a little old lady behind me. Am I going to, you know, is some strange thing going to happen at right, TSA right. and make me laugh? And I'm like, okay, this is how I now do it. And it's the same with like, we're going to go to this networking thing tonight. And, you know, I'm going to have some war stories and horror stories after this of the, mm-hmm. the close talker who just ate the garlic appetizer <laughs> my grill. And people are going to be standing around laughing at me. And it, that's great. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Love that, man. Love changing your mindset beforehand because there's something called confirmation bias that we all have. So if you're going to believe that you are going to walk into a, a networking conversation and have all the bad experiences in the world, then even if it intrinsically doesn't happen, you're going to look for that opportunity to make it that way because that's what you believe to happen before you even walk into the building. Like you're setting yourself up for failure from the very beginning. Yeah, um, that's a good way of putting it. It's really funny what we're talking about, about the listening thing too. Um, I was reading a, a study recently on um, a bunch of waiters and waitresses that were asked to go about taking their orders from their customers different ways. One of the groups just said, thank you for your order or that's or good choice or excellent choice or something like that. And the other group actually repeated what, the customer had said back to them, repeated their order back to them exactly how they said it. And on average, I think it was the it was eighty percent of the waiters waitresses who repeated the order back to them got higher tips than the ones who didn't repeat the order back to them. Because really? psychologically, we as humans want to be listened to. So it's not even something that we'll do consciously. It's the, our subconscious mind working behind the scenes to say, you know what, that person was really nice. When like, we don't even know, we can't even place our finger on why they were so nice. It was just like, that they just seemed really nice. But our minds are saying like, they listened to me because they repeated what I said back. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible how important and powerful just tweaking that one thing might be. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, human psychology is so fascinating and in, mm-hmm. in- mm-hmm. So many different ways, you know, for, in, in my career, you know, I've used human psychology, obviously in the weight loss world to get people to transform. And I had to do it for myself to make my own self transform out of those introverted tendencies. And so any little tips like that, I always love hearing and that's a cool one. Yeah. Yeah. It was in a book I read recently. I might be just a caveat. I might be messing the statistic up a little <laughs> bit. It's something about, it's, it's, it's very, very similar to that though. But I'll have to remember which book it was that, that I read that in recently and I'll, I'll send it over to you. But okay, so getting back in the conversation here, I asked this question to everybody that comes onto the show, Craig, so I got to know your answer. Who you know or what you know, which one's more important? I'm going to go with who? I'm going to go with the cliche. I'm absolutely going to say it. Now, if you, I mean, even Mark Zuckerberg, right? I mean, Mark Zuckerberg was, now he knew coding and stuff, but it was who he knew that led to Facebook. And mm-hmm. in most cases, it is who you know. Maybe Elon Musk is a slightly different thing, but in most cases, it's who you know, you know, because who you know is going to lead to somebody who can teach you what you need to know. So right. who you know is the key. It's been a yeah. game changer for me. Yeah, Elon Musk is probably a, a one-off, yeah. <laughs> but uh, his cousins, ways. yeah, exactly. But his cousins, Peter and Linda Rive, who started Solar City, that was a who you know situation. Like oh, Elon cool. Musk said, hey, you guys should look into the solar game. And oh, here's a lot of money. Go yeah. ham, like go kill it, right? Right. 
they go start this company, build up the largest residential solar installer in the entire country. And then Elon Musk buys it from them and turns it into Tesla anyway. You know what I mean? So like even that part of his empire was built from like who he knew when he didn't have time to work on it. He was like, I'm doing Tesla. I'm doing uh, SpaceX, but I trust you guys. You guys go kill it in the solar space. Here's some funding. And they killed it. And then he got it back because of who he knew. And they only got all the success because of who they knew, right? So yeah, totally, totally 100% on board with you for that. So any like final things that you have to say about that? Any, any like last tips, tricks, like somebody's just tuning in, which if you're just tuning in, you've got to go listen to the rest of this show because there's so much great stuff that Craig is talking about. But if somebody's just tuning in, they only got a quick minute, what would you want to say to them? I would say that position of strength is an underrated aspect of networking. And what that means is anything that you have in your experiences in your expertise that you can leverage into changing and altering the other person's perspective of you to make it easier for you to go into a situation and feel comfortable, use that. So position of strength, meaning, hey, I know this guy, he can make a good introduction for me. You know, I actually pre-write introductions for so many people. I pre-write the introduction for all my speeches and they're very specific and they're kind of long and people are like, wow, that's, you know, that's not an introduction I would have wrote for you. Yeah, I know because I want you (laughs) to elevate me to the point where, you know, people are amazed. It's the same with a cold introduction, whether in business or personal life, Mm -hmm. you know, I always try and be a speaker at an event that I go to or some aspect. I try and get somebody to mention me from stage so that that just takes the weight of the world off my shoulders as someone with introverted tendencies, but also makes it easier for someone as an extrovert to attract even more people so that they can go and talk to them. So position of strength, try and figure out how you can have a position of strength in any relationship, not so that you can manipulate somebody, but right, just so right. that you can make it easier for that networking connection to go deeper. Yeah, I love that. Love that tip, man. Credibility and association is one of the most powerful forms of persuasion. So awesome, awesome tip to leave everybody with. Well, that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. As most of you know, I talk a lot about giving value to others. And this podcast is one of the ways that I try to do that since all of the content from the show is totally free. So when people ask me how they can add value to me, one of the ways that I tell them is to head over to iTunes, hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and review. This not only gives me feedback on what you think about the show, but it also helps me with Apple's algorithm. So please, if you haven't done that, head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the show. It adds tremendous value and it only takes a minute or two of your time. And if you want some more free content from me, head over to three, that's three spelled out, three networkingsecrets.com to watch my free masterclass on the three best kept secrets to building the network of your dreams. I promise that you will not regret it. Have a wonderful rest of your day and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it.